Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. We are here today with a very, very special guest. I'm going to let Mateo introduce We got Ms. Cracker here. Hello. Ms. Cracker and Caitlin. How are you guys? We're great. We're great. New York City icons. Yes, we are. are. Internet sensations, we like to say. Yeah, (laughs) I know. We, we make really sophisticated content. We really so do. You look so beautiful, too. Thank you. Yeah, you really look beautiful. In I feel drag. like a natural woman today. You look great. I Thank love you. it. Kelly love Clarkson it. hit a G6 when she sang Natural a Woman on American Idol. just want to throw that out there that she has whistle tones. Oh, oh right. G6. Yeah. A I thought G6. that was a kind of like uh, horse kind of or something. Me too. It is. Yeah, exactly. Like fly like a G6. Yeah, an right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about the differences between... I always say be, doing drag and doing comedy is really similar. In mm. a lot of ways, the grind is sort of the same, except yeah. for the actual, like, for us, we roll out of bed and we're ready to do comedy. With right. a drag queen, well, obviously, it takes a lot of time. Right, yeah, comparatively. Yeah. This is yeah. literally where every other drag queen in America would be like, oh, I do roll out of bed like this, but I'm not going to make <laughs> that joke because I spend so much time every day sewing, making hair, Making a like, how do you make hair? Work. I know nothing about the world of drag queens. I know absolutely nothing about it except for I appreciate. But oh. I know nothing. Like how do you make hair? Stop at appreciation because the more <laughs> you know, the less you will enjoy <laughs> drag. Do you know that what I mean? I, was like, I, know. I still enjoy right, yeah. drag. Yeah, I, I say the same thing about any other kind of show business. So I completely understand. I'm like when everyone's someone's like, oh, comedy, that's cool. I'm like, right. One of my friends in junior high said, I don't want to see Marilyn Monroe's autopsy. And it's literally that, like, just love the surface. Don't try to see what's inside. It just will, you'll never be able to really go back. really went dark with me. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks, I Heather. I appreciate. Yeah, so. How do you make hair? What essentially, um, when hair is laying flat, it's because it's smooth and organized. And so all that you're really doing when you make a wig is disorganizing the hair, crunching it up. Um, making it so that it can't lie down because it's corkscrewed. Mm. And so that's all that's going on here. I've just turned this into a giant frizzy mess. Um, and then I take hairspray and a fine comb and smooth the surface wow. to give the illusion that it's organized. But underneath this, it's just a, a pile of corkscrewy. It's like pubes underneath. Mm. It genuinely um, looks like a fashion illustration. Yes, I mean, it yes. looks like a... Do you know I used to do fashion illustration for a living? Oh God, it really, really does. I, I, do, I illustrated that. TV commercials and fashion ads for like years and years. And he was great at it. Thank you so yep, much. He was really but good. But fashion was my main thing. I would draw anything, all beauty products, hair products, makeup, anything I used to do because I could draw women fast. But your hair literally looks like... A, like a perfect drawing. The thing about fashion illustration is that it's all about gesture, and when you do a fashion illustration, you are trying to imply movement from mm. something that's still, which is exactly yes. what you're doing yes. with the wig. Yeah. Like my wig, yes, my there hair is movement. Is, right, the ocean is so in it's your like hair. If this is when I look at other people's wigs, this is the first thing I always think is like I I like that it's neat, but it looks still. Yes, and when you have movements like this it's like the gesture of a pencil in a fashion right. illustration it looks like there's actual movement going on like the fan is already blowing so i was trying to figure put my finger on it what it yeah. is that is the extra mesmerizing thing and that's yeah. what it is because it's like moving all around your face you yeah. would have Framing hated it. my liza wig oh <laughs> caitlin <laughs> not moving do you like short wigs i hate short well wigs. i Why? I, just, I had I one haircut in 1977 <laughs> and then i kept it forever now and i also has many i have Brain encephalitis. 
<laughs> and we to oh, introduce Ka- to do, introduce Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh yeah, Caitlin is. How do we describe you in terms of Miss Cracker? I know you're. We for, work on it every day. Um, we work on it. We say emotional support animal. That's we say <laughs> right hand woman. That's right. Yeah, great. So oh, well, yeah. I knew you through Caitlin. Time for dinner, <laughs> which yeah. is a thing that Miss Cracker does every night. She whatever they're eating, she turns to the camera, and sometimes you're half drag, sometimes you're full drag. Yeah, but you just turn to the camera and all it is is Caitlin time for dinner <laughs> and someone put together did you put together the compilation of yeah, all your Caitlin time it. for dinner yeah. yeah someone at the bar last night was like are you the girl from Miss Cracker's meme I was like yes that's me I'm the meme I'm the one from the meme <laughs> yeah. yeah Miss meme yeah how did you guys meet each other Caitlin um, <laughs> they dated <laughs> just for um, a year can you imagine <laughs> I don't know uh, I was walking the streets of New York one night and I was like I was a fan of Bob the Drag Queen mm-hmm. and I was trying to see a Bob the Drag Queen show and I saw these two queens on the street and I was like they probably know where Bob is tonight. oh wow and it was Miss Cracker Money Exchange and I oh. didn't know them <laughs> and I was like hey do you know if Bob the Drag Queen has any shows tonight and uh, I'm sure they were like girl <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I was like, great. So now people just wander the streets looking for Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah. And Monet was like... Oh. Thorgy heard you right. her ask you that. <laughs> Bo- uh, Monet was like, well, Bob's not here, but Ms. Cracker and I are inside doing a show. And I was like, oh, that's okay. I don't <laughs> And I introduced, she introduced herself to me, and I'm like, don't worry about me. I'm Miss Cracker. I'm nobody, so you don't even know, I, need to know my like, name. I was like, well, I'm Caitlin. And she's like, ugh, whatever. I'm just Miss Cracker. I'm nobody. Don't bother introducing yourself. I was like, oh, what a bitch. And, uh, and then, and we, yeah. <laughs> to be fair to her, you were, came up asking for another drag queen. I right. Yeah. So, oh, that wow. That'd be like yeah. someone coming up to Emma and be like, uh, where's Mateo performing tonight? <laughs> Which I'd actually be like, I get it. Over there. No, yeah. <laughs> Coming up to you after the show being like, do you know any great female comics? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then the rest oh. was a uh, history. Was Where's yeah. Ellen? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, Ellen! Ellen! I'd be like, good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, here we are, like two and a half years later. That's yeah. it. I know. That's, that's, I the know. Sto- that's the love story. Yeah, I was Same like, mood. She's hateful, yeah. just like me. Two and a half yeah. years is a long time. Yeah. 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 That's a long My longest <laughs> relationship with someone I've worked with I've had the same agent for about two years. But yeah. it's like when you work with someone, it's a stressful, you know, oh. and it's, oh. it's a real relationship. Oh, yeah. Do you guys live with each other? Essentially. Oh, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think it's cute. Yeah. Every once in a while, yeah. she packs a kit to uh, stay at her apartment. Yeah. Work. But, you know, mostly. The apartment I pay rent for, but don't really live at. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always with her. Do you know, and I'm going to be bringing this up a lot just because I feel like they're, they're like, what is it? Those Venn diagrams, right? Comedy and drag. And mm. there's so much similar, yeah. but so much different. Yeah. The one thing that comics are really having a tough time with right now is a lot of comics bitch and moan about that everything's so PC that they can't say anything. And when right. I go to drag shows, it's almost like none of those rules exist. It's like, and not in a bad or good right. way. I mean, I wonder if there's something about drag and gay environments where we're allowed to sort of, not that drag queens are going after, like, no one's being racist or horrible or anything, but like, do you, do you know what that, like, we have a I real difficult time. drag queens have earned that right, and then I think in, in comedy spaces, it's like the people that usually complain about things being PC, it's because they're like not doing it in the right <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Well, um, okay, my, I have so many thoughts that come up from that, and a lot of comics are straight white males. Yes. Exactly. So there's the, the you're, power you're telling us. positionality. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So they when they make jokes about other people, it's from the from the top mm-hmm. of the food chain down. It's less cute. 
Because um, I even feel I get yeah. away, just even being gay and like a quarter Mexican, Less I get away with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've more. earned that right. Yeah. You have the I don't rights. know if I earned it, but I. So yeah, I sucked a lot of dick to make Mexican jokes. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I sucked a lot of a lot of my best friends uh, have black friends. So um, <laughs> no, it's just like so. There's that aspect of it, and then I think also. Um, oh God, but there's there's one other thing. Um, I can't remember what to say. This feels a lot like me. Uh, oh yeah, but anyway, there's there's the power. Oh, I was I remember what I was going to say, and I think this is a rule that Bob told me, and and it's just that. You can make a joke about anything that you want to if it's funny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think the problem is that most of the jokes that are about these topics are so threadbare from overuse mm-hmm. that it doesn't come off even as a joke anymore. And I think the perfect example is the one that still gives me a mild stroke every time a trigger warning for stroke victims. Mm. Um, it gives me a mild stroke every time is uh, Chappelle. And his jokes about uh, trans people. Oh, hmm. The, uh, one of the jokes I always remember is mm-hmm. every time I walk past a tranny, I think, God, I miss the fairies. At least they were easier to look at. Oh. I'm like, hmm. when I take that apart, I can't find the joke mm-hmm. in there. All that's being said is that you find certain people ugly. And I, I don't, I, I just, I don't, there's no plot twist in it. There's no, right. uh, like, where's the moment where we laugh? The only reason to laugh is that if you also think that's ugly. Right, if you and, co-sign it. Right, you're like, yeah! yeah! Mm-hmm. And I just, so yeah, that's that's what the problem is. Like, make it funny. Like, as, as a Jew, people make Holocaust jokes in front of me all the time. And sometimes the very worst ones... People are like, I'm so sorry I did that. I'm like, no, that one was great. Right. Yeah. No one had ever dared to say that before. And clearly, right. you know about the Holocaust right. because not everyone knows that they make uh, that they made lamps out of Jew skin. So the fact that you brought that up Woo! was like, I did not I know that to me. Yeah. I was like, oh. You watch well, Shoah. That's, that's, that's what wonderful. Joan Rivers said, because she made a lot of Holocaust jokes, and she mm-hmm. was, people get angry at me. She's like, I'm not doing it because I'm trying to offend people. I'm doing it because I'm trying to remind people. Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm try- and, like, I think as gays, like, if I make jokes, whether it's about HIV, not a, uh, making fun of it, but, like, if, yeah. if, just bringing it up, people, <gasps> right. people just, <gasps> this, yeah. and it's like, guys, I'm trying to remind you of, yeah. of, of, of right. another you're, lifetime. And you're speaking where they can't censor where you're coming from when you're speaking right. your truth. You're not, you're not it's not coming from a place that isn't yours right and most of the time the joke is on their perception of what they think gay people are right. as opposed to what we actually are every community has um things that plague their sex life like mm. fearful consequences mm. and for gay people it's hiv for straight people it's children um <laughs> and i think we have like, my the right to process <laughs> the best contraceptive comedy <laughs> comedy will scare any partner away it's true so yeah i know we use the and also there's the i think that it's a real excuse that we use comedy to process things mm-hmm. yes. i think it's legitimate to say that we can joke about the things that terrify us or hurt us or because it's our way of going through them. Mm-hmm. There's so many them. times I get frustrated because I do feel like I live and this is the most interview I've ever been. By the way, normally we're like, so anyway, sex. Oh, um, I like it, especially because I always like I want to know so much about. Yeah, I feel the like whole I'm, story. I, yeah. I, I want to tell you a story about a young girl. That's Barbara from Shark Tank. Um, Have you seen him? <laughs> I'm you. out. Um, I think that there's there's so many times because I do live in like both worlds. I'm I'm a full time stand up comic, and then literally most of my other nights are gay. 
well, my best friends are all drag queens. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm a full-time gay. (laughs) Uh, Reminding. But it's like, so my world is sort of in two places. And as a performer, I'm never, like, okay, I was telling Monet the other day. I went and saw you guys at Hardware the other night. I am losing my mind. I was laughing so hard because you guys are saying so many funny nuances mm. and yeah. jokes and there's just you tagging each other oh, back and, yeah. and so forth. funny and you guys so are putting on a show because that's one thing with, with a show I love watching show. when people put on a show oh, I'm yeah. like ah I'm so in I don't but, know if it, I, whatever it is because in stand up it's just the it's, words so right. when someone is also putting on a show well yeah. I, I get upset that. because I'm like one the audience Business. is too drunk right gays a lot of times are difficult audiences to perform for because yeah. they're like oh work you know they're yeah. just drunk and they're barely peeing. so they're missing all of these jokes yeah they're yeah. missing the jokes i'm di- like even when you're performing like you'll do a face your movement you'll react to the song yeah. ironically based off the lyrics and i'm right. cackling and other gays are like what she said so like uh, carol called me yesterday she's like they're arguing about their oh, yeah. personal dramas Ordering yeah. drinks, but then I'm also watching, thinking, how brilliant would this be? I wish like we could merge these roles. I would love to watch you guys perform at the Comedy Cellar. Those mm-hmm. audiences would lose their fucking Especially minds. Especially during the brunch, they would fucking lose their minds. And it's like I'm frustrated because it's like, how do I bridge? Yeah. Like they, uh, Maybe straight put people on a show. are obsessed with roast battle, where they just roast <laughs> each other. And I'm like, gays have been doing this better for years. Right. I just had this alarming thought. Mm. Um. And it came up when you were talking about Monet and I at Hardware. The reason that show is so great and so much fun is because when we started, the, our first couple of weeks, we had one or two people in the audience. Oh, yeah. And uh, one time, when it was just one person, he came up to the stage and was like, where is Delilah Brooks? <laughs> and we were like, she doesn't work here anymore. We replaced her. And he's like, oh. Seems to be common down. in the drag world. Where's yeah. the other drag queen? Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing like putting on a show for one person. Right. It's so like... He's- Got the answers, sat down, and passed out. <laughs> and we did the show for him. So Sleeping audience member. We had to learn to do a show for nobody mm-hmm. when nobody yes. cared. So we, in the first year, just trained ourselves to do the show for each other. Mm-hmm. And since, especially on 10th Avenue, everyone's just given up on life because we're on 10th <laughs> Avenue. You know, it's like, it's just like... We do that for each other. And I wonder if you took us to a big venue where people were watching, if that relationship could survive the attention. Mm. Oh, interesting. Part of it is the fact that we are doing it for nobody but each other. No pressure is on, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is exactly why drag is beautiful. Because nobody's looking. Hmm. And so I'm worried about this golden age of drag that we're going into because suddenly... People, America is watching. And what's going to happen to drag when it was so beautiful at, like, the the basement of um, porn theaters? Mm-hmm. Like, it was beautiful when no one was looking because no one was looking. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Am it I makes so sense much sense here? because yes. it's so similar with comedy. And then all of a sudden it's, like, the oversaturation. And now it's, like, people coming out with so many specials. It's diluting the yeah. actual material. Like, I right. watched a special the other day. I was, like... There's like 10 minutes worth of jokes that were stretched into an hour to just get something out there right. because it's all just the commercialization of it. Right. And I think also, too, now there's like this expectation because people think that 
they've seen they've seen drag because they've seen it on TV. Yeah, so now they right. come to live shows and they say, "Well, why isn't this like that?" And it's like, "Well, right. that's not what drag necessarily is." I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's why I say, you know, my, some of my favorite queens are like Lady Bunny, Coco Peru. Like, go back to a time when there was no pressure, like you said, no Sweetie. one was watching, yeah. and yeah. see how they perform and how they are. How did right. you yeah. get start? Like, how did you get started? Like, if you could like walk us through your like. Whatever you feel like sharing. Her, you like, have to you... see her perform. It I would is, love to. I would say, like, that is crazy. your dancing yeah. might be my favorite dancing. I love watching her. She's a wild person. I mean, it is, you would not, Emma. You, like, you, where like, are you, where'd you grow up? I grew up in, um, I can't believe I'm, I've been saying this recently. I grew up in Seattle. Nice. Yeah, um, I'm owning that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I grew up in Seattle. And that's all I have to say. I have nothing else to add. And then you came to, and then you came to New York. Were you interested in drag when you were little? No, I was, um, I never put on my mom's heels as a kid mm. at all. I was never interested in that ever. Um, and then, um, one day I was walking down the street in the snow and I saw this guy struggling with a bookshelf and I was like, maybe if I help him out, I'll get into his pants. Yes. So I helped him down the street. We carried this bookshelf all the way up to his apartment. We put it against the wall. We turned on the lights and there's wigs everywhere in the oh. room. And I was immediately like, absolutely not. Um, none of this femme lady drag queen stuff in my life. Like you weren't um, into it in yeah. terms of him being into it or just in general? In, in the room, the whole thing. him being into it. I didn't want to be involved. You're like, Ugh. Yeah, I was like, absolutely not. Like, this is a hard no for me. Interesting. Um, uh, so I left. It was too late. I had already given him my number and we started hanging out to go out for coffee and he kept being like, you know, I do this thing on Saturdays. You should get in drag for it. Try drag once. I was like, wow. absolutely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like never. I was right. never going to do it. So, right. I was like, next time. You and know? he wasn't even saying come to the show. He was like, you should try yeah, he was like, it. Try yeah. it. Yeah, he you, must have seen. Like some, there must have been some way about you carrying up the bookcase where he was like, right. something. Was like, this That's homo. a drag queen. Right. Yeah. 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 Did it all on your heel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why he thought I was like an extroverted performer when I ran up to a complete stranger on the street and offered to walk. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he's just like, but it was six months that every week I'd be like, absolutely. Definitely going to do it. And then. And finally, I was like, okay, I have to make good on this promise. Otherwise, I'll be a liar. Wow. And I finally did it. And he did my face. And I turned around and I looked in the mirror. I was like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here we are. That's Bob the Drag Queen now. And I'm Miss Cracker. It was Bob? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought That's you knew how... that the whole no, time she was telling that story. I no idea. I oh was going to ask her, was it Bob? Because yeah. Bob's old apartment on, like, what, 116th yeah. in Amsterdam or whatever, uh-huh. you open it up and it's just... Like wall to wall, drigs, wigs, and Whoa. all this stuff. Yeah. 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 So it really was fateful when you asked about Bob the Drag Queen show. I know. It's like some yeah. kind of like universal. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Six months later, I lived in that apartment with Bob. You wow. did? Yeah. For half a year. Yeah, half a year. You have lived months. with all of my best friends. Yeah. With Alfredo, <laughs> with Bob, yep. with Girl. And um, so it's right. It's all drag. So I got like this bunk bed in, in the middle of the drag room. So I'd wake up every morning and there'd be a wig or clothes next to my face. Or and Bob keeps Bob his apartment really designers. clean. Oh, Very yeah. Really tidy. Were you, always, were you always just like drawn to drag or how'd you get into it? Um, I grew up in D.C. and my cousin is gay. And she forever would be like, you have to watch this show, RuPaul's Drag Race, you have to watch it. And I was like, I don't, what are you talking about? I don't, what, this is crazy, What do you, I don't care. Then I was like, 
you know, this is important to her. So let me like give it a try and let me see what a lip sync for your life is. Mm. And she showed it to me on uh, YouTube and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I kind of like it. And then she was like, well, there's a bar in D.C. that does drag shows. Let's go to one. And, and she's like, a lesbian? Let's do it. Yes. She cute? She's big old yeah, lesbian. Yeah. She's adorable. Oh, yeah, she so, is. Kate you met her. Hair. I yeah. want to take oh. you to a bar. It does um, drag shows. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I make our own water. <laughs> and we yeah. went. Yeah. And we went. And I was just like, I was like, oh, my God. This what is queen like. What did you see first? Uh, Tatiana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? She's from DC. Yeah. So she was the first one I ever saw. And um, mine I was, was like, Miss Fousey in Chicago. Uh, Miss Fousey. I don't know who that is. I don't is. even know if I've ever Pineapples! been to Pineapples. I mean, she was. <laughs> yeah. Yay! My favorite. It was great. I was so drawn to it. I was like, oh, this is like comedy and theater and glamour and yeah, makeup all in one thing. And I was like, this is better than I can get everything I like all in one thing. And yeah. so then I was hooked. And then I was like. Let me see what drag is like in other cities. Mm. And started coming well, up to New York. New York, it's the Came best. up to, would like take a $10 mega bus from DC to New York and met Bob and... How does then, someone even put together like their like? How did you put together your first show? Like when you went to do it, like what would you even like? <laughs> I that must have been so fucking scary because like for us when we do our first open mic, it's like three minutes, two minutes. Two I, minutes. My first open mic was two minutes long in the basement of the creek. In the yeah. Creek. That was your first open mic? Well, in New York. Yeah, mine is yeah. usually two to five minutes, and then I'm guessing they put you guys up there for longer? Or, like, well, what does that look like? I mean, usually you do just one number. Like, you perform to a track that you've mixed. And, like, the first mix I ever made, I performed for Bob in his apartment, and she was like, <laughs> go in there and do it again, and then come back to me. And, and, then, like, so, and then I did my first show at, as one number at her show, and that's how you start. Um, but the first time I was booked by somebody else... And the, were you so scared the first time? Uh, oh, no. You couldn't tell me I wasn't the greatest queen oh, good, in New York good, City good. at that time. That's the difference between drag queens and comedians. Uh, oh, yeah. So, then I want to get into how the look changed, like how your oh, look yes. evolved. Yeah. Just uh, uh, anger and resentment is how... I, was, <laughs> I, I will not walk into the house, you know, looking like A, B, and C. Um, but uh, <laughs> the first time that I hosted was an, on accident for a minute. The sound system went out. And my track wouldn't play, mm. so I had to get on the mic, and I stepped down off the stage, and it fed back with the speakers, and so I was like, oh, sorry, I can't get out of this area because of my shot collar, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, Bob was there, she was like, oh, she's good on the mic. Yeah. And that was really what started me um, hosting. Drag queens literally have to do, they have to do stand-up, they have to host, they have to dance, they have to make their own costumes, they have to make their own wigs. They I never have even to, thought I, about that. With they, the did you hear that, Marty Gold Cummings? So much. And you yeah. had to do all of those things. <laughs> You have to sew. You have to make your own wigs. You have I to never thought about that. Yeah. It's you have wild. To. I took Emmy Blotnick, who's like a great comic Super here, funny. and she's like a you know, great TV writer and stuff. So I took her to go see The Help, and she watched it. And she's like, "It's so unfair that we even." She's like, "I'm ashamed of what we do." She's like, "You know," she's like, "They're up there doing everything, and I'm expecting money for telling like one." Right. You know, oh, I forget how she worded it, but I mm-hmm. will add one caveat to that, though, which is that. You can hide a lot of the problems uh, with makeup and hair totally. and costumes. And be like, eh, eh, oh, eh. Right. right? There's a removal. The comic, you have to just you be, be able to hold people with your voice. Right. Yeah, and so that's something. Do drag queens consider it a character? Is it a character? Like some of them do. They're like, oh, hello, 
welcome right. to my shoe. And it, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh god, is it the fifties? Right. Um, for me, like, this is my voice as a boy and as as a woman. Like, Tina Burner says, you're the only drag queen in the city that deepens her voice for drag. Mm. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? Oh, it's time? Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's it's me just loud because I'm happy because I'm pretty. You're very pretty. <laughs> Do you get hit on, like, a lot? Oh, they don't Does have a chance. Does she ever? <laughs> I can't. I yeah. They don't have a chance to hit on me because I'm always like, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, sir, hello. What is I love your name? it. Yeah, I'm, she's aggressive. I like that. Everyone's like, look at her. She's so funny with all these men. I'm like, when you watch her do it 20 times in a row, <laughs> right? all day long, uh, it's not as funny. <laughs> like, Who was that guy we brought up on stage the other night? Enrique or whatever his name was? He was so hot. Uh, his Instagram... I mean, it's it was fire. it was a lot. I mean, I was like a cat in heat in that audience, just watching. <laughs> it's cr- crazy. And uh, Enrique, I hope you don't mind saying that uh, you and your husband have an open relationship. So, uh, Mateo. Oh, so. work. <laughs> was that the guy that you didn't have to ask for his dick pic? He just pulled it up. That guy? Oh, yeah. You didn't have to ask no. for his dick. Pic. I was like, sir, hello. What's your name? Do you have foreskin? Like that's. Uh. The first three, three things I say. I think I you're say. a woman after my own heart. You know what I mean? Like It's like, I always say that that's my, my bit. And everyone's supposed to be like, foreskin, oh my god, she's wild. He was like, foreskin, I don't know what you mean, but here's a picture. I was like, sir, I like your style. He had to get two phones to put it together to show you. It was no, like that No, it was big. a panorama. He just yeah. <laughs> scrolled across. Yeah. It was like that scene in Spaceballs where the ship's going over. Yes, and it just takes yes. like ten minutes. Like, Thank God. You. Thank you for referencing Spaceballs. Oh, I know. <laughs> Love, love yeah, that was a good one. I used to listen to that soundtrack all the time. Oh, play. I, Spaceballs? Yeah. They had a soundtrack? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting confused with Space Jam. Son you of a are bitch. getting confused with yeah. Space Jam. Like well, that, Space though. Jam is also a great one. Yeah, that was Space, like, People say that they like Mel Brooks, but do you like him from 14 chairs through producers to everything? Like, uh, what is it? The Thousand Year Old Man? Two Thousand Year Old Man? Um, like, there's there's so much Mel Brooks. If If you don't. If you don't know enough comedy in this life, you need to go to Mel Brooks because well, he I originated he, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So. And I love that he brought us Madeline Kahn. Oh, oh. Who, I mean... Uh, who also is a, a brilliant opera <laughs> a singer. genius. Have you heard her sing Glitter and Be Gay? Uh-uh. No. It will blow your mind. Oh. High E flats. I mean, she was oh incredible. G6. She And a G6. <laughs> Recall! Oh my, oh my god! Come on, whistle whistle. Yeah, and he can get it in quick. Hidden talent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's no hidden. I do whistle tones. Every anything yeah, I do, hidden. I throw at a whistle tone. Girl. I'm trying to get Mariah's attention. Yeah, I was gonna say, come on, oh, understudy. I think you've gotten Mariah because Mateo oh, said things and then people he, tweet at him yeah, about what I got, he said. I get into a lot of trouble. Angry oh, Mariah fans. Yeah, now, I shouldn't. I should stop. When you st- when you tell people that you do drag, are they that when you're like not? Do people? How do people usually react? I mean, he's totally in full drag when he says it. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what I was gonna say. When I leave the house, I'm usually in drag, so oh, people awesome. know. Right. If I'm at, if I'm not in drag, I'm usually at home resting. Mm. You know what I mean? So this is this is the face that goes out into the world, uh, and uh, I don't have an opportunity to tell people usually. I think that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And people just stare at you on the streets. I mean, you must be used to it now. Like tourists looking at you, like <gasps> you know. I, I say with uh, my drag, it's wonderful responses or terrible responses and nothing in between. People oh, that's are always so like, interesting. Word! Yes! Mom, our faggot! <laughs> um, and I'm just like, sir, it's true. You're so pretty, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just called faggot taste. in Ohio. Thank you. Oh my god! I was what crossing. A throwback. Well, they drove by. I was a drive-by faggot. Oh yeah. So it was just faggot. I was like, okay. Yes! I know. I was in a sundress, but still, I was like, really. Um. So all right. I, yeah, who's not in a sundress? Oh, I think it's so funny that my life is just like I used to work with drag queens years ago. Bad drag. Um, in Chicago, where I'm from, and um, <laughs> yeah, Mon- oh my God, there was bad drag queen. one of the one, Monet does a show. Monet, because someone be a bad drag queen and they grow into a good drag queen. It's like comedy where it's like you have to like learn. Because I would imagine you gotta learn. Just go back on my Facebook to see my early. Uh, yeah, you gotta face. like figure it's, it out, or like yeah. you know what I mean. Mess. It's like skills that you gotta like. Do you think any of them became good drag queens, or were they just brutal? To- well, some are still bad in performing. There we go. Nightly. Yeah. <laughs> Is that too mean? Call them out. No. No. <laughs> well, let's start with means. <laughs> Alphabetical order. All right. Um, but yeah, I used so to continue. Well, I used to because I, I, I was a I used to sing opera, and so when I was living in Chicago, I was like, I want to sing. I want to be a singer. So I found this cabaret group that we could go each week into gay strip clubs, and I was oh, hired wow. to sing. And we had burlesque dancers and drag queens, uh, which this one drag queen kept saying, "She's like, I uh, this is, I have a fifty fifty percent chance of getting on RuPaul's Drag Race." So I was like, well, well, then so do I. Like, like that doesn't make sense. Statistically, <laughs> like, there's a yes answer and a no. So right. yes. technically 50-50. 50-50. But realistically, it's <laughs> 100% no. no. Right. Um, so I would sing in between, you know, all these strippers and stuff. It was, But I loved it. We would get wasted, yeah. 4 o'clock in the morning. Singing between strippers, that's a tough gig. Welcome it, it to was burlesque. A, it, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Don't people want to be Christina's seeing the strippers? What? The people probably want to be seeing the strippers, right? Uh, yeah, that's why they threw peanuts Ooh. at me. Because they were like, take it out! I got booted in an AIDS event in Chicago because I went on after <laughs> a bunch of strippers performed. Like, they were in jocks straps and performing and then it was comedy time so then I came out Dixie Lynn Cartwright was the host who I love oh, I'm, oh, I'm know obsessed her. with her okay. I'm obsessed with I her yeah. I just chose in Australia with her You, the yeah. drag queen yeah she really? was awesome and she has like a whole thing on Tupperware she is she was awesome so yeah her funny. and her dog oh, we, were, we were in Australia together for like five days she watched yeah. me get booed by 200 men because I went out and then these the queens every, you know gay audiences everyone's talking at the same time Yes, and so I'm like hello and no one's listening and finally one guy goes well listen if you put on a jock strap so i got furious i was like oh i get it you won't support your own members of your community but you will support that weekend at bernie's in vegas called britney spears and then just booze booze and screaming and yelling and i was like fuck you and you think you're all mask tops and dixie watched (laughs) the whole thing and then um i went backstage and the strippers looked at me like i made the wrong choices in life but um and i think i've told this story before once but that was my experience with um drag queens in chicago oh my god you know when you fight an audience everyone loses mm-hmm. and uh, although i felt like i won yeah, yeah i know you always walk away feeling you get the adrenaline's pumping and the endorphins are rushing through your blood you're like oh i showed each of them individually <laughs> uh, but gay audiences can be notoriously very difficult to work totally with. oh absolutely. i feel the way about lesbians gay men i love but then lesbians i i find See, tough. gay men i get up there and they sort of like scoff sometimes it's right. like a battle yeah. oh no every, every single time so the gay men are like that for at drag shows too. Uh, I went through a period where I now, <laughs> if I look back at it, I technically was physically assaulting people <laughs> <laughs> because it. I it sometimes if you get. <sighs> <laughs> 
you get this feeling like you've worked so hard, like you mentioned, and that you just deserve to be respected. Sure. Um, and so I, it, it, the, the period ended when I took a guy by the throat and pushed him all the way back through Barracuda and threw him <laughs> over the pool table. Because I used to do karate for 15 years. Did you really? Yeah, I'm a black belt and a national Work. gold medalist. Really? So I threw this person. Do you remember over what table. led to it? Like, Girl. what was he doing? He was like drunk and obnoxious. Right. So it's not like he was just. Oh, I always defend the performer. To yeah. throw yeah. over a pool. T- that's a real yeah. propel. I yeah. I just remember I put my hand on his throat and pushed him until his butt came up and then pushed his butt up. <laughs> that explains one. You look ripped, and two. Yeah, that explains why your dancing is. so... Like you, ha- you can make these like I, oh, I can't staccato, describe yeah. very staccato, yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember, and the thing is, when you are a performer of a certain level, the audience is with you, sure, right? Yeah. So they were yes. like, "Fuck him!" Blah yes. blah blah. And I was like, yeah. "Yeah." Then I went backstage, and I was like, "That was wrong." Yes. Great. Felt wonderful, but technically wrong. I know. <laughs> so, I know exactly. What I you think mean. technically then, fabulous. Oh, it was. It looked great. Like it's in scary. a movie, it's it would scary be scary a little too. Because yeah. at least I'm sometimes it's like when I feel like I get so caught up in something. Yeah. I had it something where I was like so mean to this drunk woman, yeah. and then they were egging me on, and then I was like, I was too mean. Like right. I just didn't. But sometimes you get it caught gets up in the you. crowd. Sometimes it, does, it gets you. I'm, and then I'm, the high, but oh, absolutely. I performed at Dayton, Ohio, Funny Bone, and walked in because Lisa bone. and I were co-headlining, and Lisa was. Having her like Eminem eight mile moment with the audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you loser. I mean, like, yeah. but they were they were horrible. Hor- Lisa, defender, one hundred percent. Lisa's too fucking talented to deal with anyone being an asshole to her. Right, right. So yeah, I always make. I've never joke. seen someone throw someone though. Oh, Bob body slammed someone one time. Oh yeah, right? oh yeah. yeah. I felt like that person deserved that too. That's yeah. another thing. Straight right? people don't get that drag just because they're with a wig and makeup does not mean that they're. Nice, not right, a, and they're no. a dude under that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in and in Bob's case, like a six foot four dude. Yeah. Right. So uh, from from Georgia, who will could Bob's hand is the size of my whole body. Oh yeah. Did, oh absolutely. Did yeah. you get in trouble for doing that? No. Yeah. Everyone. The bar. manager came up after was like, "Are you okay? I'm so sorry." I was like, it's a lot, <laughs> but I'm processing. You know. It's <laughs> just. We have, you know what we have they have security guards at a lot of gay bars because we have security guards at the cellar yeah which like giant dudes oh, who like God. I feel so safe on so stage safe. Yeah. but people will yell and scream and you know you get yeah what's the worst audience member you ever had besides that guy <sighs> The worst one we ever had was this woman who looked like Robin, mm. and she was so drunk that she uh, got up on stage at Barracuda Ugh. during the number, which is, I mean, a, a mess. But then she went backstage into the uh, dressing room, the, the dressing rooms, and started throwing stuff around. And my <clears throat> money is there, um, and I'm Jewish, so <laughs> it was like a hate crime, basically. <laughs> yeah, and I was like. It was so bad, and we didn't know what to do with her because she was a delicate lady, and I didn't want to break the worst her too. limbs. And I was like, <gasps> and uh, yeah, I just felt powerless. Do you, know? you remember that time you made a girl cry and Good. leave because they insulted your wig? Yeah, <gasps> she's like, um, she's like, blah blah blah, and uh, I can Judy's see your like, lace or something. Yeah, she's like, and I couldn't hear what it was, and I was going back up to the stage past her, and Judy Darling was on the mic, and she was like, "Did you just say?" Lace frontal to Miss Cracker. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and I came back to her and I was like, Madame, don't say anything about my wig. 
Because if you knew anything about wigs, you would know that it's a lace front and not a lace front haul. Mm. And the only thing that needs to be blown out more than my pussy is your fucking hair. I don't know why you're a Brazilian, but you don't have a Brazilian blowout. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like everything, like all, everything about her, her friends and everything until she <laughs> cried. And then I went backstage and I was like, oh, I touched myself. Yes. <laughs> but that's the thing is you shouldn't go to a drag show thinking they're going to be all nice and sweet. And I hate the type of person that goes to a drag show. It's usually straight people who think that, like, what you're doing isn't, like, a real, yeah. and that they can kind of just treat you like they're at a petting zoo and treat you however petting you zoo. want. Yeah. It makes me very upset. Because a lot yeah. of times you'll get, like, bachelorette parties that go to gay bars, yeah. and they, they well, this is our lives. This is not right. a joke. Right. They see it as, like, a joke to right. them. Like a so fun they don't outing. Take, right. They don't take our lives seriously. Like, they think we're, like, an accessory. Right. A comedian who I just, I feel like I can't name now, because it's awkward, um said this amazing thing which clarified things for me which is you clearly have a good life because you have friends they're with you right which is great you clearly have enough money to go to a show and waste money on a show and on drinks so your life is pretty good mm -hmm. for you this 15 minutes is just another great 15 minutes for me my 15 minutes on the stage this may be my only good time all week sure because my life is so up that i'm a performer mm-hmm and this is my whole life, this little moment, mm -hmm. and you're shitting on it. 100%. So that's that's why people get so touchy on the stage. Is that Louis C.K.? Yeah. Yeah. She's oh, open really? for him a bunch. Yeah, I was on yeah. tour with him for about a uh, little under... Yeah. I, I started talking about it recently because it was... I had an amazing experience. Like, he yeah. was awesome. Yeah. No masturbating. Yeah. He was great. But then, like, when people started... When the allegations came out, people kept asking me, like, did he jerk off in front of you? So mm. I kept saying, no, no, no. But after, yeah. like, 200 people asked me that, I started to get defensive. Like, I was like, no, he didn't jerk off in front of me, but, like, I had acne at the time. Maybe if I had been with him longer, he would have come oh, over yeah, me. I, I don't know. know. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> It was, if enough people are like, did someone jerk off in front of you? They jerk off in front of a lot of people. And you're like, no. Then I started being like. You're like, why not yeah, me? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not his fucking Why type. not me? Yeah. That's literally. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst thing you've said. Oh, so, yeah. That's exactly what it is. After like 100 people, I was like, honestly, like I was like feeling self-conscious. I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't really have I say that to audience members sometimes. Though. I say, you know, I have been waiting all day to do these 15 minutes. I've right. been waiting mm -hmm. all day to do them. So you've now wasted four minutes of my time. What I normally do when someone keeps talking i say okay i said everyone get quiet okay go on keep talking yeah and they go no no i don't want to say you do you're asking for the attention yep. you want it i only have 15 minutes you've now wasted four minutes of my time and everybody so else i will yeah. give you the attention go yeah. ahead this is your show yeah. do it and then they <gasps> freeze up because yeah. they don't know they don't realize what they're i just don't understand the type of narcissism it takes for someone to be at a show sit there realize no one else is talking, and then they make it all about themselves. Yeah. Right. I'm like, well, no one else serial is doing killer. this. What gives you the incentive to think that you can do this? <laughs> They're a serial killer, basically. <laughs> oh, they're <laughs> like a, basically. a step above. <laughs> right. Oh. Monsters. What ring of hell? Who do you like to date? Who do I like to yeah. date? Do you date? It's dating. Are you in a relationship? Dating is always horrible. I know. It's no awful. One, no one likes to date anyone, but we do because we're human. Right. Because <laughs> I've been thinking of trying to get um, like a, a sex robot is where I've met Oh, personally. she gets on this sex. <laughs> First of all, I just have given up. I, I, this is what I was thinking. I'm going to sum up Emma's sex life. She wants to be the man. 
I am the man. She doesn't want to be feminized in any way, shape, or form. She doesn't want to. Yeah, right. she says, I am. And I'm the man. I'm she, the man She one. is the, I'm the man. The man. She yeah. just yeah. told me that she's scissors also. No, I didn't say scissors. Yes, you did. No, I said you said some, your clit said rubs su- up on her clit yeah, and there's an I said, orgasm. I said there's a move called moving, but th- it's not That's scissoring. scissoring. I'm on top of like the girl one. Sp- or but the girl one spreads their legs <laughs> it's and then we do that. That's why. The girl one. Yeah, there's always. I'm the man one and then the girl one. Yeah. That's like, but that's like one of the things. And then I said, would you do it if like Halle Berry said to you, I will do this with you, but you have to be submissive you have I'll to be, be the Barry. one who's submissive no, i was trying I to would be out, submissive like, like this if holly berry was like do this do this do that yeah i would do that like but i would still be the boy right. the man one can what, still be submissive sure yeah. but like right. the man one can be submissive like they could i used to i've role played where i'm a pool boy tons of times yeah. she has the sexual persona of like a 45 year old businessman in midtown right yeah she and yeah she, on a, a man <laughs> one on a date the other day she brought uh, as a snack to this girl who's cutting her hair a bag of apples but i was going with the, i was the, i was hold up i was going hold on, hold on. did you hold it like left. one out Miss, with an open no, palm i was going to the hair like here in black velvet i was it was a hairdresser she's like come I got your haircut. So Bring do you want back a snack? So I yeah. brought her. I brought. I was like, oh, I'll grab you a snack, and then I got her a couple apples and some other snacks. But then I yeah. got myself some apples, and then I ended up giving her all the apples because I got nervous and didn't say yeah. some of those are mine. Yeah. So I gave her ten apples. Oh, Lord but so heaven. you date or you or no? Yes. Yeah. I'm dating. Um, I it's been about a year. Ooh, really? Yes. That's great. It's been one of my longest relationships and. People are always asking, like, um, you know, oh, aren't you worried about disappearing into your drag? What an interesting question. And, uh, like, this other person taking over your life and blah, 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 blah. I would never have thought to ask that. That seems like a very odd question. I know. They're like, this character, how do you ever, you know, see your friends, see your boyfriend, your blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what I think you're trying to ask about is work-life balance. Yeah. So what you deal with, I deal with it, too. Right. And so, like, that's with drag, it, that it applies to dating, it applies to yeah, there's friends, no work it applies to family. And so, yeah, exactly. No, so, I have to lie. But I don't think of it as like an identity issue. Like, I'm not getting right. to like, it's not like, uh, I'm the longer I am, Miss Cracker, the weaker the Max becomes. Like, no, it's like, it's like, I'm in my work uniform a lot, just like a lot of people are. Right. So, right. Well, how did you and, meet him? Uh, a really, a really up and coming new dating app called Instagram. Work. That's how <gasps> I met my boyfriend. Says that's the way. And, and no, it the, is. Are you the dating? Only no. way. She's By the way, you're Lord. killing it on Instagram. I'm gonna follow killing you right it. now. She's killing it on Instagram. Caitlin knows how to make the internet oh, happen, but she won't I tell. Mean, Wait, are you in charge of his Instagram? I am. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't have any uh, apps on my phone anymore. She has. Facebook, Instagram, everything. Blah, blah, blah. I don't go on Facebook. I just yeah. do Twitter and Instagram. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I should do Snapchat because I have a show on there, but. I'm going to find you on Instagram right now. You have, you have a show? show? I have a television show on Snapchat. They do that? Yeah. So this person crazy? slid into your DMs? No, I slid into theirs. Okay. That's how I did that. What'd you mine. say? Because I'm on dating apps now and then I'm like, it's not working out. Like, how do you start the conversation? Oh, emojis. Oh, really? Yeah. What, okay, I, I'll try I'm that. I'm telling you, this is. Uh, we <laughs> are like. I'm telling you. And he, who? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I'll try that. Too. <laughs> What's your Instagram? Uh, M I Z underscore cracker. Ms. She's dyslexic, cracker. so this might take no, a couple got, times. Give me four or hours. For over the pond, M I Z. Popped right up. Cracker. Follow. There we go. I will like Look at you. You got 40,000 followers? Yay. Oh, you're so beautiful. Almost 42. I love it. So beautiful. I love it. I just got to wow. 72, and I'm very proud of this. Yay! That's great. Yeah. I'm trying That's my great. best. I love but it. But I'm a thought. I'm a major thought. Oh, you are. I know. 
I'm at so 14. I'm apologizing 3. now. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for the audiences at home, trigger warning: there are tits. Oh, it butts, tits. Beautiful. I'll yeah. do whatever it takes. Exactly. Let's. So we get whatever in a bunch of questions. Let's see what you. Let's see. We gotta switch it over, and then we can, of course, see where can everyone like find you and all your stuff. Like, how can people follow you? Oh, Jesus, I. I really. For now, I want to direct everybody to my Instagram. Yes. That will tell you where to find my shows, where to find my. It'll lead you to my YouTube channel. I have a website. Well, I have a website, but yeah. she's uh, under construction. Um, she's getting a facelift right now. So I just, Instagram is the place. It's where we live our life. I, I always say it has a bigger budget than Logo. It and, does. Uh, it Logo's is just, budget. Yeah. <laughs> it is just, we, uh, it's our television channel. My review with the Jew recaps of RuPaul's Drag Race are there. You've got to, you've got to come see her show. I would love to. Really? It's, I would she's love to. really there's an amazing one, dancer. There's one early, um, it's from seven to 10 on Thursdays. Come and see me at That'd industry. Be, I'm go- oh, I've been in the industry before. Yeah. That's a cool space. It is. Cool Why don't we space? find a Thursday to go to industry? I go. And my best friend is, uh, works there. Alfredo. Awesome. I go, he I'm does. gonna be go- away basically until March 11th. And then when I'm back, I'll be back. So I'd love to come. We've had Patty on this show too. Oh, you have? Patty. Patty's beautiful. coming with, we're taping our Netflix specials next week. Yeah. And Patty oh. is coming with us. A work. Where where are they taping? Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm bringing Bob's family to come in the audience. Yes! Oh, that's nice. Bring me at Martha Caldwell in the audience. That's oh great. My goodness. That, what Martha, is travel? Martha, what is Martha. traveling like for you guys? Do you guys like? Do you ever end up in like really weird rural areas? Did <laughs> you say no? We uh. <laughs> <laughs> we took a 14-hour drive to Chicago. Oh I don't know God. why we did that. They offered to pay for a flight. And, and we were, we like, were like, we want to make a road trip out of it. Except her driver's license is expired. She did not tell me. So oh I drove the entire 14 hours <laughs> myself. Yeah. Oh God. I was like, well, I guess I'm doing this road trip and I'm driving the 14 hours 14 while you hours? sit in the passenger seat. It really adds up to be more like 18 with, with traffic. Stops and, Chicago alone yeah. is 14 hours yeah. to get anywhere. So yeah, if yeah. you stop and you like stop, you know, use the bathroom, eat lunch, it really ends up being like 14 16, hours, 17 hours. That's like a mental because ex- we went to San Francisco. We flew in, did the thing, came back, and that the was same day. Yeah, but yeah. it's like 14 hours driving. That's like a mental. Oh. We got to Chicago at like two in the morning and I just lost it. Yeah. I was like, Breakdown. I can't drive anymore. <laughs> I'm not driving. I'm not doing it. You have to drive. And it was, we were in the city at that point. Now who I drove just back lost home? it. Me. But we had stayed there for two days at that point. So, where like, in Chicago did you say? The greatest hotel in the, the world. The greatest hotel <laughs> yeah. in America, the Dana Hotel and Spa. Ooh. And uh, yeah. we came up to the front desk and we're like, um, hi, uh, we'd like to check in. And the guy was like, hmm? <laughs> and that was the template for the rest of the experience. We're the like, staff was like just these like meaty bro guys that were just like too cool for their job. Yeah, kind yeah. Of. I was like, you know, check in check like a in. room. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Um, and that was that. They're like, well, we don't see your reservation. And it was just like this battle. But um, the one of my favorite things that happened on that trip was we were in this rural trucking area. And uh, this we hey, parked boys. at a gas station. And I just, like, went to the bathroom, and I came back, and I was talking to Caitlin. I was standing by the passenger side. I was like, you know, Caitlin, I think what we need to do is we need to... Oh, Jesus! And it was, I was, I was a car that was similar to Caitlin's car. Was a, like, two truckers in, a, in, a, in this car just sitting there, and like, I was like, staring at my... <laughs> my window was down. Like, I was two cars over, and I was just watching her talk to the wrong car, like... <laughs> Realize. Their window is rolled down. My hand was in their car, and I'm just like talking to them. I, I was think like, you I thing. went to open the door to get in the car, and then Let you realize, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, she'll notice. Uh, I won't tell oh, her. Oh, she God. noticed. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're just chilling oh yeah if you could just... go back and tell yourself anything when you were starting out would you is there any like wisdom you would impart or what would you say to someone like trying to get into drag now don't do it yeah yeah that's what i, <laughs> I really... say to comedy don't do it yeah, don't do it don't do it and and the thing is like <sighs> the only reason to do drag is if nobody can stop you mm-hmm. and um don't ask someone. If you're asking, should you get into it, then the answer is probably no. I couldn't agree more. And if it takes, if you need to uh, stop what you're doing and start doing drag, then don't do it. There's this movie called uh, Bright Star, which is by an excellent uh, excellent director, and it's about poetry. And uh, the lead character is like, if poetry doesn't come as effortlessly to you as breathing does then don't bother because no one wants to read your forced Mm. thing and that's what it is for me with drag like I wake up and I'm like I'm either going to kill myself or do drag today Mm -hmm. and I don't that doesn't mean I like it that doesn't mean it's easy in the sense that it's um, without work but it's easy in the sense that I can't help it so it's just like it's like Joan Rivers said, it's a nun's calling. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. So, And it's not about anything grand. It's not about um, art, because I've worked in fine arts, and I know what fine art is, and this is not that. <laughs> um, just like, just if it's, you can't help it. That's the only thing I can say. Otherwise, totally. 90%, 99% of you out there that want to start drag, you will never get a gig. You will never be paid properly, even if you make it onto a television show or something, you will spend more than you make. Mm -hmm. It will give you nothing. And it will take away the things that you have, including your family and your friends and your peace of mind. Mm -hmm. You will not get anything from this. So unless you can't help it, don't do it. That's my advice. That is exactly... I'm going to tell someone to listen to that when they ask about any type of performance. Because when someone someone asked me about comedy recently, I said, this is my advice. You're not going to make it. You're you're too old. You're not this. You're not charismatic, and you don't have it factor. Right now, well, the, she prove said me wrong. Multiple times, right. I would never say that to Mateo. <laughs> like, but I, if someone asked me that, <laughs> and then I, but I say, I go, and if your your gut reaction to what I just said is, you need to prove me wrong, and right. you should be thankful that I even acknowledge you, because the truth is, is that most people won't even get back to you or won't even hear the question. Right. So just in that I answered you, if your gut is, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Go for it. Right. But if you didn't. Congratulations. I, I remember. Car insurance is great. Or whatever. I used to right. talk to my mother about performing. I used to talk to my father, Vincent Minnelli, who was a director for MGM. And I said, I want to be on Broadway. And they said, okay. And I got a job. I hate my sister, Lorna. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch Shark Tank at all? I don't. Me neither. Oh, no. I do a but, Shark yeah. Tank impression. It's so everywhere. good. Yeah, we it's get tweets Barb- about Barbara it. Barbara from Shark Tank. You I, know Barbara? She's that one. No, She's no, the shark. I have no idea. And she I don't always... even know what Shark Tank is. Oh, my oh, God. Is. Is it it's a... the show where you like pitch your business. Business thing. Right? Yeah. And oh, they yeah. choose to invest in it. Yeah, and the investors all sit there and then they yeah. say like whether or not they want to like be in the company or not. But they all have like the same phrases over and over. So I always do Barbara, who looks like Lady Lane Fairchild from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> and she's like, I want to tell you a story about a young girl who became a waitress. And when she was struggling, she got a loan for a thousand dollars and became known as. Bu- I'm out. All right, oh, we have to end We're this. We're gonna I wrap feel, it up. But so find Miss Cracker on 
Instagram. And Kate, Caitlin, do you, are you on Instagram? I am, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you can find, find me right If now. you find yeah. my Instagram, I'm all over hers. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Ms. Cracker, and I can't wait to check out a show. You should. You have to come. I would love to. They're so fun. I would love to. Thank you guys so much for being on. Oh, absolutely. You want to yell one, Caitlin, it's time for dinner? Okay, Caitlin, it's time for dinner! (laughs) (laughs) Bye, thanks, guys. Thank you.